0: Welcome back into another We're Wrong, But So Are You. Today, I'm joined once again, I mean, if you didn't know already, the GOAT Michael Bosky here, talking about, we're going to go through all the relegation sides. You know, all the relegation, well, not relegation sides, the relegation threat sides, all the sides that theoretically could get relegated. There are, I guess it's one team on here. We went, I believe I did four teams. It was West Ham, Bournemouth, Aston Villa, Norwich, And, oh, so it's five. And then we did Brighton. Brighton's basically, you might think that they're safe at this point. But we're going to go through them anyways because it is theoretically possible that they go down. We didn't go anyone above them because that's basically the teams that are threatened at this point in time. But as you can see, we're making a tier list here. We got could play for a top six side. So that's the best of the best in this bunch. Could be a star for a mid-table team. Should be playing EPL football. So basically they should be in the Premier League. Not necessarily a star for a mid-table team, but they definitely shouldn't be in the championship. That's pretty clear. We got borderline Premier League and newly promoted sides. So that's basically kind of teams, players that you might see switch between championship and Premier League competition and sides. And then of course the bottom doesn't cut it at Premier League level, should not be playing in any way, shape, or form at that level, which is a pretty harsh one. I feel Philly, we won't put many people there, but who knows, we might. We have a good list of players. So, Bosky, I'll give it to you first. Irishman, right at the beginning, a guy that has really come onto the scene this season, but Aaron Connolly for Brighton. Any thoughts on this man, where he should be?
1: I mean, seeing as he is my Irish brother, um I'd be a little biased here, but honestly, honestly, he's been he's been a solid player for Brighton, a solid forward, especially on a side that has had trouble scoring goals this year. Um, I mean, we've seen a li- we've seen some of his talent. He's a very young player. Now he should be in, should be playing the, in the Premier League, uh, sort of, so we have to go off of him and he's not hype around him. So I think as of this stage, he should be in the, uh, should be playing Premier League football. Cause I think he's definitely proved that as of now.
0: All right. So I will just uh, put it out there once again, if I haven't already said this already, my wifi is kind of shot here. It's not the greatest wifi. So, uh, Bosky might have gotten it out there. He was slow and fast. Of course, it happens right away. He was completely fine until the video started. But basically, it sounded like he said that he should be playing Premier League football. And I think I would agree. I think at this point in time, this man, he's a young player. He's someone that I don't think you can say he's going to be a star for a mid-table team yet. But I think right in that should-be-playing EPL football. I don't think he's borderline. I think it's pretty clear that he's good enough at this level. I mean, scored a brace against Tottenham, someone that comes on and is always lively for a team like Brighton Anytime I'm watching him. So I think he fits in that should-be-playing EPL football. I didn't completely get what you said, but do you agree?
1: Yes, yeah, that's kind of almost exactly what I said. I just said, he's inexperienced and doesn't have – he doesn't have enough caps to necessarily prove he's more than just a player that definitely should be playing in the Premier League.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we both definitely agree on that one. Going next, the West Ham player, Aaron Cresswell, a left back that, I mean, he's been – I think he's been a very good left back, solid left back, probably top five left back in the league for many years now, it seems like. I mean, always whipping in balls, putting in free kicks, being a thorn in whoever's right back it is or right mid, whoever has to guard him. Um, I think this guy – Honestly, I mean, it is the top tier, but I think he could easily play for a top six side. I mean, I think it's an interesting point where to play for a top six side might be maybe too big of a step for him, but he could definitely like sit the bench for a top six side. So I think right now, maybe this is the first guy that's going to make us kind of determine what that type of player is because someone that could definitely be a key squad player for a top six squad. Maybe we should, maybe I should have put one in between those two as in that area. But, um, you know, a top six side, I think he's one of those key players. So do we put him in top six or do we put him in star for a mid-table? I'll let you say what you think.
1: Um, I mean, the, he's, he's 30 years old. He, he's getting up there in age. So I think there's only one of two places he could be. I think he could either play for a top six side or he could be – or he definitely should be playing in the Premier League, which he's proved time and time again. I don't think I could necessarily say a star for a mid-table team because it's not like he has much left. We've basically seen the peak of what Aaron Cresswell can be. But I think we could put him in a top six. I think there's a lot of teams in the Premier League that could be using a solid left back. They're reliable. And a guy that you're going to get a high work rate out of week in and week out. So I'm totally okay with putting him in the uh, the upper echelon, the top two.
0: All right, so putting him there. And then another West Ham defender. I believe his first name is on Hello or something in that way, on Gello maybe, Ogbana. Um, I, I think he's yeah, been think so. very solid for them. Um, I honestly think, once again, I think he could play for a top six side. I don't know if that's being too generous, but he definitely, I think, could star for a mid-table team. I think I'll leave it up to you which one we actually end up putting him in.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with could be a star on a mid-table team just because a lot of the top six have defenders that either – are younger with a lot more potential, or just have better defenders straight up. And so I think he's one of those players that he could be a top six. He could play on a top six side, no question, but he wouldn't be that guaranteed you know, starter each week. So I think he could definitely start a mid-table team, a much better team than West Ham as of right now. I mean, who knows? There's a lot of mid-table teams that could be using defenders like him. So I think I'm totally fine with putting him as a mid-table star for now.
0: I like that. I like that. I the only thing I can remember about him is I think it was might have been FA Cup. We were just talking about Coutinho before we came onto the video, but there was I think it was an FA Cup game. Coutinho scored a free kick under the wall, and then Agbana equalized in like the 89th minute and then they ended up beating Liverpool on penalties and I was like are you kidding me a bonus scored and I didn't even watch the game I was going to play like a high school soccer game and I saw it on like I got the notifications like oh the game's over yes let's go we won and then I got the notification like the 90 plus minute that he scored and I was like Bro, are you serious and I had to go play a soccer game after that pretty sure we won but hey it's not important we move on to the next player Emiliano Buendia I personally have fallen in love with this guy anytime I've watched Norwich I think this guy is absolutely incredible I think he I mean maybe his stats haven't necessarily showed it I know he scored this last week and I was going to watch those highlights I didn't end up getting to it but this guy I think is special I mean he's someone that has clearly stood out in every single Norwich City game and that's with a team that people think there's a lot of talent in anytime I've watched them this guy has stood out to me so I I think he I think he could play for a top six side. Like, I legitimately think he could. I don't know if he will get that type of, you know, looks necessarily. I think, no doubt in my mind, he could be a star for a mid-table team. I think he could play for a top six side. But I also think I might I might maybe be going too high on him. What do you think?
1: Uh, I'm totally with you there. I mean, the guy's been a star for a team that's done very poorly this year. And, again, I think I was, I was saying to you before we started this, for a lot of these teams in the relegation zone, its stats don't necessarily tell the whole story because a lot of these teams don't have deep talent all around, and so they do rely on their stars a bit more. He's a young player. I think he's uh, I think he's less than 25 years old. I, I could be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure he is. I'm totally up there for putting him in the top six side, and I honestly think I think he's one of those players that could star for the Argentine national team come Copa America especially off the bench for a team that seems to be sort of dysfunctional at the moment. I'm total, I I think he's going to be a great player in the Premier league for years to come.
0: He's 23 just to put that out there. So I mean, that guy, and I, I think he, I know he hasn't scored that many goals this season, but he scored a lot of goals last season, I believe. And of course he has like seven or eight assists this season in the Premier league. So I think he's a heck of a talent. I can't wait to see where he goes because there's no way he's playing for Norwich next season, given that they're going to be relegated. It seems like oh, almost definitely, definitely at this point in time. Moving on, someone that I think is a really interesting one because I think he he's almost similar, I think very similar to Jamie Vardy to the point that he's been very clinical throughout his career. He's been linked to, as we've said it, top six sides. But hes I think he's up in his mid-30s at this point. Low 30s, mid-30s. Callum Wilson, this dude is clinical as all get out. I think you could see him, I could definitely see him as someone that gets picked up by a team. I don't know who it would be at this point in time because it seems like every top six side, their attack is insane and everyone really needs defense at this point in time, but Callum Wilson, you could stick him in the top six side and he could score a couple goals. I mean, maybe sit the bench, be someone like maybe an Olivier Giroud's been this season at Chelsea, or he could, I think, probably be the star striker for a mid-table team that's maybe looking to go a little higher, you know, be that transition guy. What do you think?
1: I'm totally with you. I mean, he's he's, his prime, maybe a couple years behind him. But he's still a guy, again, very reliable. I think I would personally put him as a player that could star for a mid-table team. I don't think he's that player that could be, you know, a top-six player that's really going to make a huge impact. So I think he's more of a player that could star for a mid-table team, maybe like Burnley, a team
0: like that. I agree, I agree. I think think he's more of a – he's more of on that key player, you know, like bench player, role player type guy for a top-six team. So I think I agree that you'd put him in that mid-table team. But this next guy – I'm very high on David Brooks. He's of course been injured for a lot of this season. And I honestly think that's probably a big reason as to why Bournemouth are where they are right now. This guy has loads of talent. He's really young and I think he goes in top six side for sure. But I'll, I'll wait to hear what you say.
1: I'm totally with you there. I mean, I, I, I mean, Bournemouth has had a lot of very, very poor, um, you know, they've had a, a, many poor outings this season. He's been injured. It's been a tough season for Bournemouth and I'm fairly certain he'll move on in the near future. I don't know exactly where, but I'm very excited to see where he's going to be playing in the next few years.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, this guy has tons of talent. I, I'm just like you. I can't wait to see what he does. And anytime I watch a Bournemouth game and he's playing, it's like dia where it's just, I mean, he's clearly the best player on the pitch at most of the times. But next up, I think this guy might be a little lower yes. than we've been ranking some people, but Dale Stevens, out of Brighton. I think he always does a job and I mean, he's always starting for Brighton. So that definitely says something in itself that he's starting that much, but I think he's, I don't want to say he's borderline primarily because I feel like he's definitely a Premier League quality player just because he continues to play that way. But I wouldn't be surprised like if a team like Brighton did go down, that he doesn't really get taken by anyone. He just ends up actually still playing in the championship and with Brighton. But I think he's probably in between the where Aaron Connolly is right now and the borderline, but I would probably lean more towards the EPL football.
1: See, I, uh, our first disagreement. Was, I was thinking he's more between the the borderline uh, borderline permanent player and doesn't cut it for the sole reason that he's 31 years old, and I think it's he's just past that point where he's not necessarily the player he was before. I mean, I wouldn't put him in doesn't cut it. Because I definitely think he's a player that has, a, has some talent and definitely can make his name in the Premier League. I'm personally putting him in the borderline Premier League player just for the sole fact that he's, he's getting older. I think his best years are honestly behind him.
0: I, I agree. I think that's I, – I, like I said, I think he's in between those. Um, I think borderline Premier League – like I said, I think he, he could definitely be someone that ends up playing in the championship if the team does get relegated. Like I don't think he's going to be someone that's necessarily sought after like the people that we have in the, you know, could play for a top six side and other players like that. Like David Brooks is not going to play for Bournemouth. They go down. When Diaz is not going to play for Norwich, they go down. I mean, you can't really say the same for Dale Stevens So I definitely agree with you in that case. Next guy, someone that is part of what people think is the next coming of England national team. A lot of star, young stars coming up. Declan Rice has been kind of a revelation this season. I think he was someone that was definitely a star, even when he was young, you know, in his – Later teens, and now he's probably twenty. I would have to think at this point he's been around for so long, but he's really starting to come into his own. I think he's once again someone that sticks right into that, could play for a top six side. But I could see if we wanted to put him in, could be a star for a mid table. I, I I mean I'm I'm
1: personally putting him in could play for a top top six side, if not someday star for a top six side. I think this guy's been absolutely incredible. I think for one he's he might sneak into that. Uh, Euro 2020, 2021. England starting 11 just for the sole purpose that England's midfield is either getting a little older or they're get, or they're banged up as long as as far as Delhi Alley players like Ross Barkley are getting a little older. I think Declan Rice is going to be an absolute stud, and especially for a team that's been struggling this year, he sure stood out. He is, she's for sure for me at least. he's definitely stood out as a player that is a lot better than the team he's playing on. I have, I have a, I'm becoming a huge fan of this guy, and I cannot wait to see what team is going to pick this guy up when they have a chance because he's young, he's hungry, and he's by far one of the most talented uh, English midfielders we've seen in the last few years.
0: Yeah, and I think right now we have, what is it, four in top six, two, one, one. I think this just shows, like, there's going to be a lot more players that I think we're probably going to put in the top six. There's so much depth in these sides and strength in these sides. It's insane. I think the Premier League continues and continues to grow. And talking about players in top six side, the next guy I would put in the top six side, I think this guy is insane. I think he's been amazing for Watford for the two or three years he's been there. Uh, I, I forget his first name. It might be, I think it starts with a D. I think it's something, Ducoré. But DeCorey has been sensational for Watford. He's someone that I would be completely fine if Liverpool ended up picking up. You know, something like that where, like, I'm completely fine. Like, I would play him probably. I mean, I think he would get a good amount of game time to put in for Fabinho. I think for any top six side, if Arsenal really are getting rid of Gunduzi, I think he could slide in there really nicely. I mean, there's so many opportunities for this guy because of just how talented he is.
1: Yeah, I mean – if he was going to play for Arsenal, I would definitely say he could star for a mid-table team. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I think he's one of those players that could definitely play for a top-six side. I believe his first name is like Adel- Adelaide or, or something like that. Oh, Jay, I, I think you're I, right. I
0: think it is probably an A. Let's see if my phone's not dead yet.
1: Yeah, wait. wait. I think it's like Adelaide. I can't pronounce it, but he's a great player. I I think, again, he's one of those players that could play for a Liverpool, could play for even a Chelsea if Jorginho eventually leaves, I mean, he's a, he's a great player, a young player. And I'm, I, again, one of those players where I don't understand how he's part of a side that is really, really struggling this year. And, you know, who knows what we'll do in the next few years, but I'm excited to see.
0: Yep. So it's Abdoulaye Decore and he's 27 so, well, years like, old. So he's, you were pretty darn close. If you didn't, you might've actually honestly gotten it. You were very close if you didn't, but um, you know, 27 years of age, she can give you three or four years. So, I mean, that's definitely someone up there. This next guy, I've been thoroughly impressed with. So, I mean, I've I've watched, I won't lie, I've probably watched a little bit more Aston Villa as of late than I maybe was just because they're part of the story in that bottom half of the table. This Douglas Luiz guy has stood out to me every single game. He stood out to me more than I think Jack Relish has, who's obviously a clear person that people are going to think is in that top six category. I don't think he's going to be in that top six category, but I do think he can sit right behind it and could be a star for a mid table team. I think this guy has been, I mean, he has a shot on him. He's been passing brilliantly. His work ethic is great. And I mean, he's just been spectacular anytime I've seen him and I don't see why he couldn't star for a mid table team running the midfield for, I mean, a team like Burnley or a team like, I mean, Sheffield United at this point, any team like that, I think he could definitely star for one of those teams.
1: Yeah, no question. Actually, a funny story, the first time I ever heard about this guy was, like, two years ago, and I, I like, got him in FIFA as, like, a base player, and he was, like, a monster for some reason. I think he was, it was when he was on, like, Chelsea or, some, or something like that, but as, like, a backup. And it's, to see his development over the years, he's a player that, you know, he's not going to be put on that huge radar simply because he's a Brazilian midfielder. And there's many Brazilian midfielders, so I don't know if he's going to be one of those players that eventually is going to play for the national team and start for that. So I think as of now, I think the only place we could put him is a player that could start for a mid-table team, just for the fact that he's shown a lot of potential, especially this year, because this is one of the first years he's really gotten a chance to play. And I think that's important. So I'm definitely with you there. He definitely could start for a mid-table team.
0: For sure, for sure. And so that's one midfielder. We go to another team and another defensive-esque Midfielder Etienne Kapu for Watford. What are your thoughts on him?
1: Uh, I don't know too much about him, honestly. But from what I do know, and from what I've just read about him, he's a player that, in my opinion, should just be playing Premier League football right now. I don't know too much about him, so I don't necessarily have the you know a great opinion on him like some of these other guys. But um, I just I've heard he has a great work ethic, and he's and he's a very underrated passer of the ball, especially for the position he plays. So I think he's definitely a player that could be playing in the Premier League. I'd like to hear your take on this because I don't know too much about him.
0: Yeah, so I I think he's been – he's up in age now. He's up at 31 years of age, which, I mean, isn't too old. But I think it's definitely – I mean, you're getting up there. I think he's been – the last few years he's been – he's been one of those players that no matter what Watford are doing, he somehow, like, pops up out of nowhere. But, like, I I think it was – there might've been a run of games where he scored like two or three goals in two or three games. And you're like, Whoa, this guy's like, it was like a revelation for a couple of weeks. And like, this guy's big. Oh my gosh. But he's, he's always just been there. You know, like he's, he's never been necessarily a star. I would definitely agree with you that he should be playing. Um, It, it could be borderline League, newly promoted, but I, I think he's always been a very skilled player that he's always, I don't know how else to say it, but he's always been there. You know, like you always recognize him. He's not just like someone that's in the wings. He's always, no matter what Watford are doing, you recognize him and you see what he's doing. So that's kind of just what I see from him. So I agree with you. Should be playing Premier League football, I think, is the best place for him. And we move on to, you were talking about a Brazilian, Felipe Anderson, who I think this is one of the weirdest ones that I've seen in a while. Someone that's getting as someone that could go to a top six side in Manchester United. That was probably the biggest rumor to him. Instead, he goes to another United. He goes to West Ham, and he's clearly one of their best players, but he maybe hasn't stood out as much as he could have so far, and I could see him really honestly flourishing if West Ham do get relegated by going to maybe – like if you went to a United or he went to an Arsenal or Chelsea, wherever it may be, and he sits the bench and becomes more of a role player, you know, a 12th man type of guy, he could really thrive in that role. I think there's a lot of pressure on him right now because he is that guy for West Ham going forward. A lot of pressure, but he was a heck of a talent coming out of Lazio, I believe it was. He was getting talented by, by Manchester United because he was that good. So I I think – I'd be interested to hear where you think we should put him on this tier list in terms of, like, this tier list. But I think he's a heck of a player, and he could really flourish if they do end up getting relegated. It could be almost a, you know, blessing in disguise.
1: Yeah, no question about his talent. I mean, this guy's one of the most talented uh, wingers and midfielders in the Premier League, but he really hasn't shown that much of it. We've only really seen glimpses this season – As, in my opinion, he's had a very poor season. Um, Again, I'm not completely sure about where I would put him on this list. I don't know if he's one of those players that could play for a top six side, just based on the fact that, you know, he hasn't had a good year and hasn't really shown me he he can be that consistent. But as a mid-table star, definitely. I mean, he's one of those guys that could possibly resurrect his Premier League career on a mid-table team and maybe even move up in competition as far based on his performance. But as of now, I don't think he could play for a top six side and make much of an impact based on what he's done this year.
0: Yeah, and I think we're kind of going towards the idea that if you're a star for a mid-table team, you're basically like a role player, squad player for a top six side. And I think you look at those top six side players and you could stick them in a starting lineup for a top six side without much, you know, Fuss by anyone, but if you put Philippe Anderson in the top six side, you might, so I definitely agree with that. Now, we're moving to someone that I think has, you know, a close connection to you. I'm not, you know, I could be wrong, I might be wrong, but Gerard De La you're wearing a Barcelona jersey, so I'd assume you know him. Thoughts on Gerard De La Yes.
1: He's magic, I mean, you know. Again, yeah. yes, to, to uh, quote the song, you know, oh, he's magic, it's Gerard De La yeah no he was he's a he was a player for Barcelona you know he didn't get much time because obviously of the talent around him but going go I mean in the Premier League he's definitely been a very solid player. I mean someone that I never would have expected to be a you know even a player making that much of an impact in a league such as the Premier League where it's so tough. And you know the guy I think right now he's one of those players that definitely should be playing Premier League football and could possibly start for a mid-table team. I, again i 'm not sure if I could put him in that sort of level just because i don 't think he has the talent of any of the other players we put in that tier, so I think right, as of now he should be a, a upper should be playing Premier League football, definitely as shown he can produce there, but he 's not one of those players that i don 't think could be a star just based on his, his raw talent
0: yeah, I agree I think he 's someone it 's interesting that he and his Milo Sar were right next to each other kind of naturally because I think his Milo Sar is someone that 's taken a lot of game time from him just because of how good as my list has played especially since that uh game that shall not be you know talked about um it was a tough game but you, for certain people but it's it's not important um it, it's you know the 19 uh, so he he's a good player he has he has a good amount of i, I think like you said he's skillful he's got a lot of you know He's fast, he's speedy, and I think he maybe his place has gotten taken by the likes of his Mila Saar. Roberto Pereira has been someone that's been good. We'll talk about him a little bit later. But I definitely agree with you putting him there. Talking about his Mila Saar, on the other hand, I think, he goes, I think he goes up one more tier to star for a mid-table team. This guy, I mean, I was honestly surprised when he went to Watford. It was another one of those – it was not necessarily to the level – of Felipe Anderson going to West Ham. But I think he was a really talented player that, I mean, he almost looked like a direct, like a direct clone of Usmane Dembele. I think he came from the same team and he can use, like, it was almost like I think he could use both feet if I'm not mistaken. He's fast, speedy winger. But I I think I would put him and could be a star for mid-table team.
1: I was going to go one star. I was going to say he could play for top six side just based on the fact that he's a very young player, has a lot of potential. I think eventually he could play for a top six side. I mean, if we're looking at Arsenal and possibly Tottenham as a top six side, I mean, I think he could definitely be thrown into, the, into any of those teams right now and, and put in some very solid minutes, especially because, again, like you said, he's a very fast player, can get you a goal, a good passer, great IQ for the game. And again, he's only 22 years of age. That's so young, and for a player... That's you know even against Liverpool. I know it's only one game. He looked like an absolute stud in that game, handing them their first loss. I'm sorry to bring it up. But I, again, I think. He, Gosh. Uh, I mean, you bring up you bring up the uh, the Liverpool Barcelona, so I, I have to mention something. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't think you said it. Gosh, man. Maybe, perhaps, perhaps. Anyway, I so I think he could play for a top six side just looking at maybe the bottom half of that top six, but I mean, it's up to you for this one.
0: Yeah, I definitely see your point, but I think similar to the Felipe Anderson one, I think, I think he should go in the could be a star because I think those players and could be a star, like I said, they're like a squad player. You know, I could see his Malasar for sure be a squad player, but to actually start him week and week out on a top six team, I just don't think he's quite there yet. And I completely agree with you that he could definitely be there in two or three years. He could be a starting for a top six team or a top team somewhere else in the world. But I think for now, he should be a star for a mid-ticket team.
1: All right. Fair enough. This is, it is your tier list. So I, I think you, you have the <laughs> final. Record. All right.
0: So this is, uh, oh, oh, this was a uh, Issa Diop, I think, I believe. I and mean, I might be wrong. I hope I'm not. There's not yeah. too many other West Ham players. Yeah. It's Issa Diop, because this is the people with the eyes, because it was his mail So um this guy is oh, yeah. sensational. Honestly. I think he's been he's someone that I before West Ham were even in the relegation thought, I remember seeing things about him like teams should look at this as a cheap cut price option. First center back, and it was like top six sides. So I think it's pretty clear where he goes.
1: I'm totally with you. I mean, I, I have nothing more to add to that. He's been great, young talent. And I think for for putting a lot of these players, for me personally, putting them in a top – could play for a top six side, it has – I mean, they have to be young because I think – I mean, again, this guy, 20, 22, 23, something like that, years of age, he's going to be a star in the Premier League for years to come, and I cannot wait to see which team – Takes advantage of his talent.
0: That is, if he doesn't go somewhere else other than the Premier League, and West Ham aren't necessarily definitely going right. to go down. So it's going to be interesting to see who actually does go down and who ends up getting taken from those sides, because there's a lot of talent in some of these sides. Some of them maybe less so. But talking about top six side, I'm personally having second thoughts on Aaron questwell I think just by how we've ranked it since him, I think he should maybe move down to could be a star. Like, I don't know if I could see him as a star, but, like, yeah, I, I feel do. like he's in that range, you know? Because, like, he could play for a top-six side, but we've been putting a lot of, like, squad-esque players for a top-six side in that lower tier, so I feel like that's more where he fits.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, that, I think that's fair. I think, again, if he were to play in a top-six side, it would be for a specific team. It wouldn't necessarily be, in general, top-six side. It'd be, like, maybe, like, Tottenham or a team, a team like that where they need a fullback... Someone that's versatile, but I think could be a star for a mid-table team is completely fair.
0: All right, I'm moving to the next guy. I mean, maybe this is why I did this, because he goes in there, but this guy has had tons, tons, tons of rumors about him, specifically to Manchester United, who he was talking – I mean, he always seems to be a guy that talks crap on the field, but he played them today. He, of course, scored an absolute godly goal against them earlier on this season – um, I, once again, I think it's pretty clear. I'm going to even start moving in before you say anything, but if you have any objections.
1: Um, no, I, I, I do not have any objections. I mean, the fact that a team like Manchester United are possibly going after him, whether that's a good move or not for his career, who knows? But the fact that the team like Manchester United are looking at you says a lot about you, especially a team that's on the rise. And, and I mean, they're, I mean, they're looking for players that can add to this already, unbelievable midfield and attack so i mean i think it's a no-brainer definitely can play for topsy side and most likely will depending on how the season goes
0: yeah and i i think so he's an interesting one because i kind of have i have two different thoughts about him kind of running through my head when i think about him so jack really is a player that he's very good there's no question that he's very talented one thing that I do think he maybe lacks is speech because I feel like sometimes he can't quite get the space that he necessarily wants in a game, but he's definitely, definitely technically gifted as a player. But the one thing that I have about him is his attitude. And there's two different ways that I kind of see it going. So there's one, I think that he's sometimes, I think we saw him, he broke the lockdown rules. He did some things that maybe sometimes I question, but two, He's stuck with Aston Villa when there's been it's been a couple years now that people have been thinking about going and signing him, and there's been those rumors, you know, but he stuck it out with Aston Villa. He came up to the Premier League with their team. And now that they're going to get relegated, he's of course one of their stars. I believe he has seven goals and six assists that might be one or two off in either of those categories. And he's the most fouled player in the Premier League. He's clearly the star for this team, and he's stuck it out. So maybe, just maybe. His attitude is not too bad, but he has seemed to have some attitude issues in the past, but I think he's definitely a top six side player without question. Very talented, very skillful player that it should be interesting to see in years to come. Once again, another one of those English players as well. Moving on over to Norwich City again, Max Aaron's right back. I think he's an interesting one. I think once again, I think he goes into that could be a star just because Honestly, I probably should have made that, like, role I don't player, think that, squad I don't think that's player. Max,
1: I don't think it's Max there.
0: Oh, you're completely right. That's Jamal Lewis. I'm not very smart. Jamal Lewis left back for Norwich City. So, I mean, you know, but both sides, you know, I, it, I'm just kind of an idiot. But it's okay. I mean, it's, you seem to, you know, jump yeah. on it. What, what are your thoughts on Jamal Lewis? <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I think he's a great, great young talent, especially for a team like Norwich, who, again, they're going to be relegated. It's, it's going to be interesting to see where this guy ends up playing because I think he's a player that's definitely proved he could play, be playing in the Premier League. He's proved that he's good enough. But at the same time, again, I don't know if he has the experience to, to be a star necessarily for a mid-table team. I think it's hard to star as a fullback-type player. So I think, right, I'm put, I would put him and should be playing for, for the Premier League. Also partly because, again, his team is awful – and yes, that's not necessarily his fault. But again, I don't know if he's one of those players that's shown that he could necessarily be a star. I think he showed cameos of his talent, but I don't think he's a player that could necessarily star for a Premier League team as of now.
0: So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he's, I would argue, so I, I, we've kind of, maybe I personally have, but kind of made that second tier like squad player, role player for a top six side and could be a star for mid-table teams. I feel like those are kind of similar in a way, maybe sometimes not, with age depending. I think he's a very good left back. And I think you could see, I mean, even like maybe the likes of Liverpool. Liverpool don't really have a backup left back for Andy Robertson. So maybe you can go and get this guy with, you know, they don't really want to spend as much money with coronavirus and such. Spend, what, three, four million on this guy and get a very capable Premier League left back that can sit on the bench and back up Robertson. Why would you not go and make that deal? it would depend on how much they actually believe in their youth. But I think that's where I see him. The best position for him would necessarily be a squad role type player for a top six side. And I kind of agree with you. I think he should definitely be playing in EPL football, but it will just have to wait to see where he does end up playing. Next guy is Jefferson Lerma, who I think has, and once again, I, I honestly think almost every single player in the board side, like, I, I thought to myself today watching them play Tottenham, how is it even possible that this team's gonna get relegated? Like that team is a very yeah. good team that have, have been have caused problems for teams like the whole time they've been in a league. Like they've never even really been in the relegation battle. Like they've been mid table type team that maybe are even gonna go even farther. Eddie Howe was the best manager in the world, it seemed like. I mean young manager that was doing bits for this team and now all of a sudden they have tons of talent, and for some reason, it's not coming together. Maybe it was kind of David Brooks injury, maybe something else that we're not seeing. But Jefferson Lerma, in my opinion, he's anywhere, e- either one of the top two. I'll let you decide.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I get it. It's hard for a player like that to star for a mid table team, but I don't think he's one of those players that's a sure lock to start, you know, or even play big minutes. Or important minutes in the top six side as of now. I think he, I think he definitely could be in the second tier. Although I wouldn't necessarily be a star. I think he could be an important player, but he's not anything. I don't think he's, he's you know he's he's putting people in their seats just because of Jefferson Lamar. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I I let's just let's be completely honest here. I messed up. That second tier is terribly named. Um, probably should change that. It's it, star for a mid table team is like. That's kind of a stretch. It's more, you know, like like I've been saying, squad role player for a top six side. You know, it's not necessarily going to be playing legitimate minutes, but he's getting some of the minutes. But moving on to a player that, honestly, I think might actually fit in that area would be John McGinn. I don't even know if that's his first name, to be completely honest. I said it so confidently, but I don't actually know that that's his first name. It might be. But he's played for us Villa. He's been... I mean, been, just move on. and hope it's... Right. Yeah, I mean, we just move on. I mean, he's been very good. I think he's someone that... It's almost been like a two-headed horse in him and Jack Grealish at Aston Villa. There's not been much in front of him. Maybe Wesley, but he's been kind of seemed to be injured a lot of the season. But John McGinn, I think, is someone that, once again, could be a squad role player for a top six side. I think he would fit a little bit better if he was – I mean, I did just say that it was a terrible named tier. But, I mean, he could be a star for a mid-table team, I think, something like that. But I'm uh, interested to hear what you think about him.
1: No, I agree with everything you said there. I think he's definitely a player that could be a very good player for a mid-table team, and be you know he arguably could be an important player for a top-six side. But I think I think again for a team like Aston Villa who's had very little talent on their side, I think we can only we can only put him as as a star for a mid-table team for now, just because again it's a team that lacks a lot of talent. So he may look you know it's it's looking good with a, against a bunch of players that aren't necessarily that great isn't necessarily something I would take into account if I were going to, if I was going to sign him. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get that for sure. For sure. Now moving on to another Brighton player, we got Jose Isquerdo. He hasn't played that much, but I put him on here just because, I mean, to be completely honest, he's, he's kind of a FIFA God. I mean, he's fast and skillful. I mean, I, I, I think I, If I want to say, so either like you with uh, Douglas Luis, I either got him as a base card or I might've bought him just because he was fast, but he's a very talented player. And I think he deserves to be on this list. I'm not exactly sure where, because I, if I'm not mistaken, he hasn't played too much for Brighton, but when he did, I remember he was pretty, pretty talented. I think he's probably either in that third or fourth tier for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, I think lack of experience is going to hurt him, especially for his Brighton side. That's not necessarily the greatest attacking side in the Premier League. I, I personally, I'm, I'd say borderline Premier League slash newly promoted side just because for the fact that, again, he hasn't shown that he could be anything more than that and he de- hasn't proved that he's def- like a definite I belong in the Premier League type players. I think that's only fair for him.
0: I think he's really talented. He hasn't played that much. So I personally would put him and should be playing EPL football, but I kind of see just mainly because I don't think he would – really be at you know I like you know never mind I like that position I I think that's a good place for him I don't know what I was talking about. Moving on to someone that I've always been impressed with kind of seemed to be like behind the scenes until maybe more recent seasons. Someone that I feel like would sub on and you'd be like, wow that guy's good. And then they started starting him. Joshua King of Bournemouth, he was used to be a man United player, ended up scoring against them when they actually played Man U. Um, he's been a talent, it seems. Uh, was he was he the guy that Meg McGuire and scored at the near post? Was that him? Or is that? I think it I think was that, him. I think that.
1: Yeah, I think it was.
0: I just forget. Did he score yeah, both no. goals then? Because I think he scored the penalty, too. Heck of a player. I mean, that that goal was disgusting.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know what way, McGuire
0: or yeah. De Gea were doing, but the fact that he did it anyways was pretty sensational. Um see he's an interesting one again because I think he's not necessarily going to start week in week out for a top six side but I do think he could be a star for a mid-table team or even rotation type player for a top six side
1: I mean I th- I think I think he's definitely one of those players that could start for a mid-table team again top six side I, I'm not sure because again a lot of those top six sides have very are very uh, very, very talented front threes, you know, elite front threes, even as far as European competition. I don't think he's in that sort of uh, ta- like echelon, or ta- you know what I mean? But, like, I think he's one of those players, definitely can start for a mid-table team, be a very solid player, can get you a goal, What ta- you know, a title player for a That Again, looking at this list, it's so hard to believe that this team is being relegated. I, I still can't believe it.
0: That's what I'm saying. We'll move on to the next guy. I actually, not going to lie, I don't, I forget his first name, but I think it's like Leonard, Leonard, but like, it's not actually Leonard. It's like a different, it's like a different country, so it's pronounced different. But Leonard Trussard sounds so weird. Leonard, I don't know his actual name, but Trussard, he scored a heck of a goal against Liverpool the other day. I don't, see, to star for a mid-table team, I think it's too far for him. I think he definitely has talent. I think he's the should-be-playing EPL football tier for me.
1: Yeah, no question. And uh, I just Googled his name. It looks like it's Leandro
0: Troussard. See, that's pretty close to Leonard. I feel like Leandro is, like, the Spanish version of Leonard. You know, like, I feel like if you had, like, the direct translation, it would be Leonard.
1: (laughs) I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think that's – I think, yeah, should be playing uh, Premier League football. Now has not really shown that he definitely has that star-type quality. So I think I think it's only fair.
0: Yeah, For sure. And then this one is an interesting one because there's a good amount of defenders on this list. Lewis Dunk, I think, has been someone that has always stood out to Brighton. And to be honest with you, I don't think Brighton are going to go down. So I think he's probably going to stay on Brighton. But I could see him getting – you know, before the Harry Maguire and before, you know, teams that really need an offender, like, I could see, I could see him being rotation for a top six side, which might mean he could star for a mid-table team. But I just don't know if I'm ready to put him in that tier.
1: I, I agree with you. I think I think for now, I'd put him in the third tier, the middle one. Just because, again, he it's interesting you mentioned that. Like, I don't think he's a player that's really necessarily a guaranteed, like, starting 11 in, uh, for him, even a mid-table him. I think he's, a, again, a rotational player for top six size, or even a mid-table team, depending on how the team is structured. So I think for now, putting, putting him as just a solid Premier League footballer, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Like, And I, I think he's a very solid, like, I think he's probably yeah, no, no. top of the list on the should-be-playing Premier League football. Like, he's very close to being on that next yeah, year. Exactly. I think he's a heck of a center back and could really help some, Some whoever, if you, I mean, I don't think they're gonna get relegated, but if they do, he could help the team very much so. Moving on to a guy that, similarly to some of the other players on this list, due to injury, hasn't really played that much this season, but clearly has tons of talent Manuel Lanzini. He is an interesting one because I think he's getting up in age, and he's not necessarily someone that I think, with all of these options that we're showing, anyone would necessarily go for but I do think that he, if they do get relegated, he's see, he's going to be anywhere in that second, third range. You know, it could be a star. I don't know if that I would – I think he's very good, and I think he really could be a star. But just given his age and the injury concerns, he might just – might be more fitted and they should be playing EPL football.
1: I would, I would agree with that. I mean – I think our, our good friend Alvin would be very, very angry because he was a former River Plate player. I'm pretty sure. But um, again, again, like you said, loads of talent, but not too consistent. And I think that's one of the reasons he's playing for a side like West Ham in his prime, in the prime of his career. Partly because he hasn't shown the consistency, which I think is very important for a star type player. So I think for now he's a solid Premier League footballer. Definitely would star in the championship but you know for now i think he's just a, he's just another another player in the premier league with a with a solid amount of talent
0: and i think once again he just, just like lewis Stunk, that he has tons of talent he's probably at the top or in top or in the top end of that should be playing premier league football tier i guess you could say and now i jumped the gun earlier but now it actually is max Ahrens, right back for norwich city um i think he's a heck of a talent um I think yeah. he could honestly probably could fit right into a top six side right now, but I think he's probably more suited for the, could be a star also squad rotational type player for a top six side.
1: I, I'm totally with you. And it's actually, it's so, I was thinking about this guy the other day, cause I was looking at, I was just looking at some of the national team squads and stuff. And it's so unfortunate that he's a fullback for England. You know what I mean? Like, they're so deep as far as just Discounts left back, Sabrina right back. Discount
0: Serena team, alexander
1: That's definitely staying in. But I think, again, the guy, he's, he's hes 19 or something like that. He's very, very young. So he may eventually get his chance to play for the national team, a very talented player for Norwich. Definitely could good start for a mid-table team. But again, like I was saying, it's so unfortunate that He's a fullback on England in this day and age because that's just – that's a death sentence as far as your national team career for now.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. But he's definitely a very good talent, and I think he will for sure be going to – I would think because he's English, he'll probably go to another Premier League side, but we'll have to wait and see what he ends up doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and someone else – I don't actually know how old he is. It seems like he's been around forever, and it seems like he's always been good, but he's never been like – crazy clinical, but Mikel Antonio, I've always loved him as a player. I've always been scared of him whenever we played West Ham as a Liverpool fan, and I've always thought that he could do something in the game, but he always seems to just not end up finishing it, necessarily. He does sometimes, though, and he's a very talented player. I just don't know if I could say he'd star for a mid-table team, just because of his inconsistencies at a team like West Ham. I would put him and should be playing Premier League football. I would
1: agree. I think it's it's interesting you say that, and the guy is a monster of a human being. Like if you look at oh, him, he's sure. just like he he has muscles in his eyelids, and he's a very fast player. And if you, I mean, against Chelsea, he was the difference in stealing those three points. I mean, he was huge in that game. He scored, I believe, he scored a goal, and he, he was creating all the chances for West Ham on the counter and such. A great player, but I don't think he could be that star in, in a team that's looking to push for top six. So I, I would, I'd be inclined to agree with you. He definitely should be playing Premier League football as of now. But again, I, yeah, I don't know his age. He seems like he's been around for probably yeah. ten years, but I, I got know. he's
0: got to be in the late twenties, if not early thirties. So he has to be. Yeah, I, I, I'll I'll look while you introduce the next player. All right, all right. The next guy, Nathan Ake. I. I This guy has been – he, of course, I think it was Chelsea that he came from uh, on loan to Bournemouth and then actually ended up going there on a permanent deal, which was a heck of a deal from Bournemouth. Once again, how is this team going down? But he's been very strong. Um, I think he's – I honestly think he's probably top tier, top six side. I think he could slot right into any top six side. I think it says wonders that he – was already at Chelsea and they were loaning him out and then they did end up selling him. But I think he's been a star for Bournemouth since he's been sold and on that loan. So it's why they ended up buying him. I think he goes in the top six side.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean the guy is so versatile for a defender. I mean rarely do you see a defender with the type of skills he has. He has speed, power, he's great vision and great IQ for the game. I, again I think there's no other place to put him put him than a player that could be a very, very important player for a top six side. And by the way, um, Mikel Antonio is thirty years old, so we were kind of right.
0: Yeah, I said, I said late twenties, early thirties. That's almost yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you go right in between both those, I'd add it right on. But hey, you know, what I mean. But more on on Nathan Ake. I think he he's someone that, I mean, let's be honest. If we're saying Arsenal is a top six side, he slots right into that team. He starts right away. Yeah. No I mean, it's not even close. And then, I mean, I think that's all he really – honestly, I think he could be a very good signing for a team like Mandy United that needs a second center back next to, you know, the apparent good Harry and McGuire. I mean, they need help in defense. I think he could definitely <laughs> slide into that team. But um, next is an interesting one. We don't have anyone that doesn't cut it yet. And I feel like we need someone in there. I just don't know who we're going to put in there. I think we need to at least put one person in there. It might be at the end, we have to decide who to put in there. But this one is an interesting one. Neil Mope, I think, has played well this season. But I would personally put him in the borderline because I don't think he's someone that you're going to go to in the Premier League and be like, yeah, that's my striker. He's going to score me goals. I think he scored some goals for Brighton. But I think Brighton might might be looking at to like you know strengthen their striking options. Maybe they won't because I think Aaron Connolly is actually better than Niamh Mopay in my opinion. Um, but Niamh Mopay has more experience; he's like an older type guy. So I'd be interested to see where you'd put him.
1: Uh, yeah, I put him. In, I would personally put him in playing Premier League football. I think he's been solid. He hasn't been, he hasn't been you know, he hasn't been the guy for them. I, I think he's on the same level as Aaron Connolly. I think they're very similar as far as just levels of talent. I think the only real headlines that he made was clearly against the Arsenal game when he was talking trash, and he actually Sorry, he looked Arsenal more fans. like we Mbappe kind of than Mbappe. Like, yeah, well, there's a lot to say about them, so <laughs> I, I think it's only fair to only attack that. Like, I mean, yeah, it's uh, we can be putting him in this uh, bottom side list next time next year. Who knows? <laughs> but um, again, I think he's a guy who can get you a goal. And, is you know, should be, I think he definitely should be playing Premier League football. I think he has, like, you know, seven or eight goals this year, which isn't bad for a Brighton side who has struggled mightily in the, in the final third.
0: Yeah, I'll give you that. I think he's in between both of those. Uh, next up is Pablo Fornals for West Ham. I'll be honest, I don't know too much about him, but I think he's young, if I'm not mistaken, and I think he's have- pr- pretty talented. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that much about it. I don't think he's played that much, which might be something in itself that he's not getting much time for West Ham. You know what I think he might be? So this is a complete, you know, I want someone in this tier, and this is a completely, it's just an odd person and an odd way to put them in this tier. But he might not be, considering he hasn't played at all, or, see, I don't even know that. I think he's played with the five substitution rule, but before that, I don't think he was playing that much maybe you put him and doesn't cut it because he doesn't cut it for Premier League football. It well, doesn't mean he doesn't cut it for, you know, a La Liga or a Serie A or a Bundesliga. But Premier League football is a different thing. And maybe, see, I, see, I'm not comfortable putting him there because I don't even know much about him.
1: Yeah, the only thing that I know about him is that he was the kind of like a weirdly expensive deal for West Ham in the past year or so. But like you said, he hasn't been playing too much, so I, uh, I I don't know. I mean, if Weston spent a lot on him, I he, I have to believe that he's good enough to play in the Premier League. But I don't know much about him, so it's kind of it's kind of hard to put him anywhere. I honestly, I think we should just put him in the middle tier, just for the simple fact that Weston spent a decent amount of money on him, and that has to mean something. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. I, I, I don't agree. have I much to say about
0: him, to be honest. With you. He's probably one of those players that's young. That's probably why he's not getting that much time, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I agree with you. I think he probably should be playing Premier League football, and I don't really feel <laughs> comfortable putting him anywhere else. But moving on, exactly. once once again, a player that has been very good for Brighton, might be the highest on this tier list out of anyone so far. Pascal Gross, I think, is a very talented player. Um. I think it could be definitely could be a star for a mid-table team. I think he's probably the most clear to be in that position as of anyone right now, because I think most of the people we have in that position right now are they could play for a top six side, but we're going to sit down. I think someone like Pascal Gross would thrive at a, you know, maybe a Sheffield or maybe a Burnley or anyone else that's in that middle table, just to be the star of a team like that, because I think he is that good.
1: I would agree. I think the only thing going against him is that, the clock is ticking and he's not getting any younger. But but I think as of now we definitely probably could start a mid-table team. I, I don't know much to say other than that. I do agree with you on that measure.
0: All right, sweet, sweet. And who is this? You know? I oh Philip Billing. Philip Billing for Bournemouth came in from Huddersfield, actually. Um, a lot of talking about relegation sides and you know transfers from those relegation side. He came from Huddersfield when they got transferred, or, dude, what am I saying? When they got relegated. Um, Philip Billing, I, I, I think he's been very strong. I think he's kind of similar to um, Pablo Fernandez. I don't know too much about him, but I do know that he's played very well for them. Just because I don't know that much about him, and I haven't necessarily been like, wow, this guy's good. I think we should probably, for me, I think I'd put him in should be playing Premier League football, just because he's definitely that caliber of a player to me, but necessarily saying he could be a star or a role player, rotational player for a top six side is, I think, a little bit of a stretch for him.
1: Yeah, I, uh, one of the few things I've heard about him is listening to a, other, a couple other shows on soccer, and they mentioned the fact that he is part of the new, you know, Denmark's newest golden generation, which probably isn't going to do much. But he, him, Joshua King, obviously Erlen Holland, are two or three of the most talented uh, players for Denmark. And he definitely has a bright future in the Premier League. But I don't think he'll be any sort of star quality type player. I def- definitely think he's a, just a solid player in the Premier League.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Um, next guy is similar to your guy, the similar to Dale Roberto Pereira. I think he's a very talented player. He showed that he can play well, but he's also, once again, I think the wingers slash wide midfielders of this Watford team have kind of swapped in and out in recent seasons. I think he's once again, a player that just because of how he's played recently should probably be in that should be playing Premier League football, but he could, I think be a star for a mid table team if he was, you know, being consistent in how he was playing. But I think for now, he probably fits more in that should be playing League football. But once again, I think he's a higher, higher person player in that tier than, you know, some of the others.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And again, the only reason I wouldn't put him in that uh, could be a star for mid-table team tier is because if you're a rotational player for a team like Wofford who has struggled, that kind of says something about the players around you and about you. So I think that, it's only fair to put him in that tier simply because he hasn't necessarily stood out more than any of the other players who play in that position.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And moving on, we have Sebastian Allaire, which is, once again, a pretty interesting one because he, we've talked about how stats don't necessarily say everything, especially when you're playing for a team that's in a relegation, you know, relegation battle. I think he's a clear one that's just like that. Um, I think he's a very talented player. He hasn't quite really got off the mark for West Ham like some maybe would have wanted to if he had. Maybe they wouldn't be in this relegation battle. But for someone like him, I think it's similar to Roberto Pereira, but I think he's even higher in my mind, maybe more like a Lewis Dunk, where he's not necessarily just because of how he played, you know, just because of his performances. I don't think I could put him in star see I don't know I think he could be a star for a mid-table team but I just don't think he's shown I it
1: I would put him in a star
0: but I don't think he's shown it you know like I think he definitely could be and I would not be surprised if he was like if he moved to a mid-table team and then became a star but just because of the performances that he's shown so far I don't necessarily think he's there already but once again I think he'd be a really high person in the tier of should be playing Premier League football if that makes sense See, I
1: personally, I think he could be a star. And the reason I say that is because when he was at Frankfurt last year, along with Luka Jovic, who's been terrible this year, by the way, thank God for El Madrid. Anyway, um, at Frankfurt, he was an so absolute god. I mean, the guy was scoring. It uh, doesn't matter. Uh, it does. I don't, the, anyway, um, you flustered me there. I'm sorry. Um, I, I
0: really didn't mean to say that. i
1: sorry. <laughs> I need them to lose tomorrow. Anyway, I'm um, so, Sebastian Haller, amazing player at Frankfurt with Luka Jovic. And that might have been the fact that these two players kind of sat in the penalty box and kind of just waited for balls they were super attacking. And that may have been the part of him scoring a 20-plus goals. But I think for West Ham, he's been very solid. I mean, the guys, I think he scored double-digit goals, which is pretty impressive, especially for a guy that's just coming into a new league, a young player on a weak West Ham side. So personally, I think he could be a star just because I think he showed his star-like qualities at Frankfurt only a year and a half ago.
0: All right, I'll give you that. I didn't know that he scored double digits. I thought he maybe had less than that. But if he has done that, then yeah, I I agree. I mean, like no, I wait. said, I I thought he was borderline in both of those. Could have been, you know, in the second tier. Could have been in the third tier. But I'll do the tier. How you. many goals? It's up to you. Oh My no, he's did seven. So. C Sa- S not that bad. bad. And for a team that's, that's struggling, bad he's bad. probably not getting too much service in general. I think yeah. I, I agree with you. I think he could I think he's definitely up there. But I think I think unlike maybe some of the others, I think he's maybe a little bit lower on that tier. Like he's not def- definitively going to be a star, but like definitely could be. So I like that spot for him. Moving on, another Chelsea prospect. We talked about Nathan Ake earlier, someone that just moved to Brighton from chelsea's i guess youth academy i don't know how to pronounce his name but i think it's Tariq lampty Lamptee. not exactly sure but he huh
1: we'll go we'll go with that we'll go with that yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah
0: for sure for sure i'm I'm a name pronouncing guru actually it's my specialty in life i just know how to pronounce names really well um but you know moving past that because we're talking about soccer right now uh T- Lamptey, i think has been a very talented player um He's someone that's come to Brighton and has started every single game since he's been there, I believe. Uh, He has five appearances right now, five or six, has an assist, was against Liverpool, heck of a ball in that, of course, was finished by Trussard. I I I don't think it's too far-fetched to put him in the second tier. Um, I, I think just because he's come in and absolutely changed that Brighton team. And I think the only reason Chelsea gave him up was because they have Reece James. I think that's the only reason that they gave him up. And the fact that he is coming into a team that is in the Premier League and is starting right away and is already a star, I think he goes in that second tier. I, I would agree with you. I mean,
1: I think he's one of those players, again, Brighton's a is not on the, the highest level. You know, there's not in the spotlight. But he definitely has changed Brighton's season around and basically kept them clear of the relegation. I think, again, it's important to note that he, this guy was a player that Chelsea wanted one of the biggest clubs in England, one of the biggest clubs in Europe. And I think, again, like he, he's shown that he can definitely be a great player in the future in the Premier League. And I think, I mean, honestly, hes I mean, like you say, he's the biggest reason Brighton is out of that sort of out of that relegation battle in a sense.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think he's a very talented player, another very talented player on this list that it's starting – it just seems insane that some of these teams are going to get relegated. But moving on to a team that almost is definitely going to get relegated, two players. First off, Timu Puki, which is a very interesting one. I think maybe a couple weeks into the season we think we put this guy – it could be a star for a mid-table team. But especially recently and some – like in mid season he just started losing it you know he hasn't really had the touch and the finishing abilities that he necessarily showed at the beginning of the season um see he's i i think i think he could be in either the third or the fourth i don't know if i want to say he's borderline because i feel like he's definitely like he's definitely should be in the premier league but we might put him there just because it might be in a newly promoted side, or it might be in like a lower level side, or we put him in the one above, and he's just lower in that list. if That makes sense. I would agree. I mean, I think at the start of the year,
1: he was he was off and running. I mean, he it was he was had the golden boot for a little while, but I can't even remember the last time this guy scored a goal. And maybe that's because of the COVID break. But I mean, this guy, I it's hard to even notice he's playing at times. He's really disappeared. Something's sort of gone wrong. I, I don't know what it is. I think he should be I think he should be a Premier League player just like I mean he did have a lot of success at the start. So we we gotta take that into account. And the fact that he still has, you know, eleven, twelve goals means something, but boys he seemed to fall off. On the other hand, Todd Cantwell, I think this guy can be a star for a mid-table team. I think he's a really, really talented player, one of the bright stars for Norris this year, if you could even say that for a team that's for sure gonna get relegated. But, I mean, I love what I see from Todd Campbell. He has a lot of energy, very a very talented player. And I think, again, in the near future, it could definitely be a star for a mid-table team and be an important difference maker on a, on a side that's pushing for Europe.
0: Yeah, and I think this might be maybe. I don't know exactly, but I think this might be kind of a hot take. I, I, I don't really know, but I know that any time I've thought about and seen anything to talk about these relegated sides and the best players in these relegated sides. I feel like the two names that always came up was Jack Grealish and Todd Cantwell. It was always those two because they're two players that are very talented, very, I mean, maybe Jack Grealish isn't as young as Cantwell. That might even be wrong, but they're both fairly young players that have a future ahead of them. And I think they're both players that I think Cantwell more fits that role player than Jack Grealish. I think Jack Grealish would probably be starting for some of those sides. I think, that's why we would put Todd Cantwell below, though. and I, I definitely agree with you. Talented player. Of course, scored against, I think, yeah, scored against Man United in the FA Cup. He scored a couple goals this season. Looked very lively. I could see a top-six team picking him up, for sure, because just as like a rotational-type player. But I could also see, like you said, maybe a team a little bit lower picking him up to be a star and a very quality player on their team. He's quality, nonetheless. Um, moving on, Aston Villa. This guy's an interesting one. I don't know too much about him, but I think he's been pretty good. He's had—he's someone that has had injuries. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of players on this list that are this way, but he seemed to have injuries kind of derail when he really could have become a top-class center back. Tyrone Mings, I, I think, is a strong player. I—I I think he's in the should be playing Premier League football. I don't know if I can put him any higher as like could be a star. But he's a very talented player. I, I think could move up to could be a star in the near future. But I think it depends on injuries and how much he ends up growing and who he gets picked up by. I
1: would agree. I think one of the biggest things is the difference between these players in the third tier and the second tier that could be a star from the mid table was that the guys in the could be a star from mid table have shown a lot of consistency. Whereas the players that should be playing have been good in spots and have shown their potential, but haven't had that consistency in which, you know, they could be as, as a star. I think that's the biggest difference. I think it's a perfect example for a guy like this who just hasn't shown the consistency, but definitely has shown the talent to be maybe a star. If you can stay healthy and, and stuff like that.
0: And I think Eve Basuma, our last guy. I think he should be in the same category. I think he should be playing Premier League football, but, um, don't know if he's like like you said he hasn't been consistent enough to really say hey you're going to be a star for a mid tail team or whatever it may be
1: yeah no 100% and um like i said it's it's all about consistency in my book i think consistency is one of the most underrated qualities in a player and i think again it's what it's like a player a player like you know james milner i know he's not on this list but a player that's just made a career out of being consistent and i think that's a huge huge thing and he, you know I'm sure you you could appreciate that at some level as a Liverpool fan, so it, it definitely translates.
0: Yeah, I was just trying to figure out where you're going with that, but it, it, we'll say that it was uh, a positive. Uh, but we've was, kinda no, ran into it was. I mean yeah. we we've kinda run into a problem here. So we have five tiers and we only have people in three in four of them. Do we really think that none of the see here's the thing. When I went through these players, this is the only reason I think it might be okay. When I went through these players, I picked the best of them. You know, I picked the players that I was like, hey, these are the players yeah. that are the best of the players. Like there's, of course, honestly, anyone that's not on this list is probably in the doesn't cut it or the borderline, Premier League, Billy really promoted sides portion of this list. But do we want to try to put someone in the doesn't cut it? Is there anyone here that we're like, hey, he really does not cut it in Premier League football? <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't think so, and I think again, I think it goes to show you how much talent is in these relegation sides or these possible relegation sides. And again, I think like you said, like if you had put the entire Brighton roster, I think there would have been 15 guys that could have been a dozen cut it, which is probably the reason they're in the relegation zone to begin with. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think you know, you take Bournemouth side, any of these sides, you take most of their players, they're most likely a doesn't cut it, give or take a few players. So I think that's, I think it's a huge. I think, I think, honestly, I think it's one of those things, it's like, this is why we love to watch the Premier League, because there is so much talent every single side, every single week, every single team. I think that's what makes this league so great.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I definitely agree with that. And I'm completely fine with that. It may be a little different. There isn't anyone in that tier. But I, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of talent. And I don't think any of these players, I'm like, hey, this guy cannot play in the Premier League. But for us, that's it. This is yet another edition of We're Wrong, But So Are You, the greatest show ever made in the history of all shows. Um, Unbiased. Yeah. Uh So, unbiasedly, of course. Uh, We definitely have the best viewership ever. We just started. uh, Definitely subscribe. You know, hit the like button. Anything you got to do. Make sure you subscribe here. Make sure you subscribe to Michael's channel so you don't miss out any of this awesome content that we're creating. Uh, Spectacular. Premier football's back. It's awesome. Some Maybe not for some of the fans of these teams. But this is our tier list for the relegation side players. A lot of talent, as we just said. Uh, if you disagree with us, let us know in the comments. If you agree with us, let us know in the comments. Uh, we would love those. Like, hey, you're right. <laughs> you know, a little bit of backing huh. for our crazy opinions that we have. But just remember, no matter what you say, no matter what we say, we're wrong, but so are you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening wherever you're getting this information from, but we will see you guys next time. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where I'm going, yeah. All I know where I came, yeah. When the sun sets, I hope that you remember my name, yeah. I don't know where you at, yeah. I don't know where you stay, yeah. When I run this money yo everything is gonna be okay.